to the Good Buddies Anime Podcast. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. And we are returning off of a one-week hiatus there. We're so sorry we one, missed you. One whole week of hiatus. I had some life stuff I had to take care of with my old mom. Yeah, man. She's been a real pain in my neck, you oh, know? Oh, no, buddy. Pain in my neck, keeping it PG. Hey, man, sometimes good to take a little break. I enjoyed it. Played me a bunch of videos. Yeah, man. I, I, it gave me a chance for my mind and my... My everything to just cool down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, man. Just it was, cool it was a good it time. But I do want to say, I do want to say, good buddies, I missed y'all. Yeah. <laughs> both missed you. And we're glad to be back. And, oh. you know, I watched all my episodes before that and I haven't watched them since. So this oh. should be a lot of fun. This will be a fun refresher. Um, We were watching the first four episodes of Chio's School Road, or we're covering that today. We already watched. I, yep. Um, and it's a pretty fun little anime, so hopefully you guys checked it out. All right. But, um, we got two weeks here, good buddy. What have you been watching in oh, that man. time? Oh, man. Tell you what I <laughs> tell you what I mostly did is I finished up that Assassin's Creed Odyssey, so you get to hear me talk less about that. Um, but I did watch a few things. I finished up Magical Girl Ori. Uh, nice. that show was pretty great. Had a real goofy silly crazy ending and i was into it it's a good time uh i did watch uh a couple more episodes of that bloom into you show the uh uh romance one i was watching uh i did watch the first episode of the dub i gotta tell you that's a good fucking dub yeah, that was very well done. I thought they did it very well particularly there's a bit at the end i told you about the first episode how it ends with the girls uh uh, the one girl who, like, you know, seems to be fairly aromantic or something mm-hmm. and uh, doesn't really feel any emotion with any of these love emotions that she always thought she would. And the other girl realizes that she's fallen for her. And she, in the subtitle, what the way they do that is she realizes that this girl is, like, holding her hand really tight. And she's like, uh, hey. um, And the older girl who's holding her hand, she's like, hey, you said you didn't feel anything, right? And she's like, yeah, aren't you like me? And she goes, well... I think I'm falling in love with you, which is a really crazy thing to say Mm -hmm. to someone. I think I'm falling in love with you when you literally met like yesterday. In the dub, they they tweak that line a little bit, and she says, "Hey, wait, you're like me, aren't you?" She says, "Well, I think I'm starting to feel it now," which is like way better and less insane. But yeah, there's a lot of little touches in there that I thought were very good. It's a very well done dub. If you're gonna watch that show and you're not into what was the name of it again? It's called Bloom Into You. It is on High Dive, which means it is on Verve. So check that out. I'm really enjoying it. It's two episodes in the dub. Actually, today should be the third episode in, or maybe tomorrow. I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm really enjoying that show. But I did watch one other thing. Only the first episode of it. Mm-hmm. I've had it in my watch queue uh, mm-hmm. since like right before Halloween, and I just completely forgot about it. A friend of mine at work kept saying, hey, you got to check out this show. You got to check out this show. And I finally checked it out, first episode, and I got to tell you, it's it's some hot shit. 
It is like called hot shit like it's great or hot shit like it's trash like it belongs oh, it's, it's in hot the shit in a di- in a it's hot shit in a champagne glass as opposed to cold diarrhea in a Dixie cup. I gotta tell you, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's called what Zombie Land Saga. Okay, so I've been seeing this and I've been thinking you about have, checking you it out. Have watched it? I have not. I know what it's about. Let me give you the first minute. Okay, here's the first minute because I knew what little I knew about it is oh it's like one of those goofy idol shows. But apparently with zombies. Yeah. The, and I'm the, like, well, that sounds the dumb. The pop idols or whatever Here's the first minute of this show is it starts up, girl's getting ready for school. She's got some kind of like pop video on her on her, on her her computer playing and uh, she's watching it. And uh, she's, uh, she's like giving her little voiceover, like introduction. She's hitting all the stereotypical traditional notes. Mm-hmm. I'm a second year in high school and I'm kind of klutzy, but I'm going to do my best and be great. And like, she's got a little note thing, uh, a letter that she's going to mail off. That's like something rather audition and like, Oh, it's so great. And she like runs downstairs. Yay. And she's like super cute. And she's got a little school uniform and she's got a big bow in her hand. She runs mm-hmm. downstairs. Yay. And she puts her shoes on. She goes, okay, I'm out. And she runs out the door and she runs out the gate of her house and is immediately hit by a fucking truck. And it replays that clip, just boom, boom. And like you see the her head bounce off the windshield, the windshield cracks, she flies through the air. It replays that through eight different angles, 12 different times. It's amazing. And as she flies through the air, dead instantly, <laughs> the intro starts playing. It's just like, it's like, what in the fuck am I watching? <laughs> it's, it's really great. I'm like one episode in. Holy, I'm gonna it. I'm gonna watch the whole thing. Okay, it's currently airing. So it's like I, six episodes into the uh, into the uh, subtitle, which I watched. Two episodes into the dub, I watched the first episode subbed and dubbed, and I'm not sure which I like better because they're both fucking incredible. But yeah, it's. I'm gonna watch this whole thing. Okay, because I've been really curious about it. I've been thinking about checking it out. Watch that first episode, so, bro. So I'm glad that I'm glad that you mentioned it. Now, now I'm gonna keep it on my mind. Yes, check yes. It out. Please do watch it. Uh, dub is of course on Crunchyroll. Uh, no, subtitles on Crunchyroll rather. Dub is on Funimation, which Verve's about to lose Funimation, right? Yep, it'll be gone this month. But High Dive, like you said, is on there. Uh, not Got all of your library stuff. is there yet, though. Not all of it. No, and I'm waiting patiently, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check and see if that show's on High Dive as well, because. Because I texted you the other night about the high dive library. Like, dude. Oh, my God. It's a you, bunch of booby You were shows. talking about that fucking uh, hold show. Hold on. No, I, I'll, I'll tell you when you ask yeah, me yeah, what yeah, I've been yeah, watching. We'll get, we'll get to it. But, yeah. Okay. Hey, Roger. Just want to point out. I already watched this one and I couldn't get there. Anyway. Hey, Roger. What have you been watching? Well. I'm glad so, you asked, Brandon. I'm, I'm so glad that you asked. <laughs> uh, first, I caught up on a good bit of things. I watched my Goblin Slayer. It's still really good. I'm I'm really I'm really enjoying that show. I guess it is kind of a berserk light, but it's still man, it's good. I like it. Um happy for you. Uh Skullface bookseller Honda Sand, the new episode was hilarious. I haven't watched it. I fell off. It was really I gotta, funny. I gotta, I gotta man. jump back on that one. It was really funny. Um I caught all the way up on SSSS Gridman. I saw a clip from that online it looked fucking badass Dude, the show is so cool man I, pro- it, I gotta check that one out it's like like don't go into it expecting don't go into it expecting something super duper like and i i don't want to say intelligent I, it's not it's not a dumb show it's just it it's has like its a, formula it's like an it action-y stick, yeah it turn off your brain and enjoy it, the it's, show it's formula and there's still at times you remember whenever i talked about the first episode and i said it was like a panic attack 
Okay. Because you didn't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still like, there's just, it's like, there's so many questions that are not answered. And it just goes about them like they don't even exist. And sometimes, out of nowhere, you do get an answer for something. All right. And just the way that it's put together is very cool. I like the animation a lot. Um, that sounds great. I keep seeing clips of it on Twitter because uh, your boy Bakugo is uh, vo- directing that one. Yeah. The voice acting, the dub. Man, I like that show. It's freaking good. Cool. Old Clifford, good old Cliffy. And the the fights are cool, man. And now all the the new characters that that like transform the robot are are introduced or whatever. All right, I probably got to check that out. It looks fr- it looks cool. cool. It looks um, cool. But tell me about it. I have also here it comes. I, so I was going through the high dive library. Oh, this fucking guy. And I was like, man, I'm gonna check this. And now apparently Brandon mentioned this before. I talked and I, about and this. And I didn't recall several episodes ago. It's called Monster uh, Monster oh Musume. Oh my god. And I watched about five episodes. of I think this. the there's like a it's like everyday life with monster girls or something. Yes. There's like a subtitle. Oh no. I watched about five episodes of this, and monster. I'm gonna tell you, dude. I'm I think I'm done with it. I'm, I'm you not monster. I don't have the drive to go any further. Um, I was watching <laughs> it, and it starts off. It, it is definitely, most definitely, most definitely a booby anime oh yeah no shit yeah i described that whole first scene seconds dude homegirl is wrapped up around him titties in his face and then she nuts she's straight up nuts your main character is (laughs) the or the main the main male or whatever the the leader of the harem you're a monster he um he's a normal human human but all the girls that come and stay with him are are like monsters from like rpgs and stuff like that like the the main the main girl Lamia. Uh, Mila uh, is a uh, Lamia, yeah. You can tell from that name. Yep, and there's a slime, and there's a centaur with extra large tits, yeah. It's and then there's one. a there's a harpy. She's the one who looks like a little girl. Yes, and the harpy. You gotta have one of those. The harpy is about where I started. I was like, no, no, no. At that point, it was like that's the one that was too much for you. I told you, man. I watched. And oh, and, and to be fair, that the harpy comes in on episode two. And I still went on. Okay. It was so one of you the are a monster. You are a monster. Took the form of the harpy, and there was just two of them. I was like, all right. I told you, man, I couldn't get past the, the intro of that one. I got I got through that first bit. It went into the intro, and I saw, like, oh, there's the one who wears glasses and had extra huge tits, and there's the one who looks like an actual 10-year-old girl. And I was like, oh, and they're all wearing They're definitely dresses. all tropes, but they're all, like, monsters. It was it, Particularly, it was the bit where, like, he turns around and sees all of them wearing wedding dresses, and I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. It's It does have some kind of adorable moments in there. All right, dude. And I did get a good few laughs out of it. You're a and monster. I'll take my laughs. But the moment that the slime started turning into the, the definitely not 18, 18 year old. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> they they explain that in the show, too. How do you live? They're like, because Mila, you know, she looks like she could be, you know, 18 or so. Well, birds live so much longer, so they take longer to mature and blah, blah, blah. They, that's exactly they're like, well, she's, you. she's the same age as you. They no, just if age. I can ride it for you, then it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be a trope. That's that's intentional. I get it. I get that's it. That's totally intentional. It's the but same shit. It's like, oh, no, she's a vampire, though, so she's actually 100. Fuck you. She's eight. Get I checked it out. Me. I got a couple of chuckles. And then I guess at some point I was like, "All right, I'm drawing the line here. This is where I draw it." To be though, you did take you a while to get your pencil out. Is all I'm saying. It did, and (laughs) hey man, I I could have lied about it. I could have lied about it. (laughs) All right, I was I was laughing. I had I had a good couple of giggles in there. There's some good slapstick. Hey man, you had fun. That's what matters, I guess. (laughs) Right, 
Right. Right. Oh my god. I just didn't look at the the bird girl. Duh. Not when anyone was looking. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> looking whenever I'm watching them animes. Oh, my girlfriend god. is long in bed. <laughs> he has to wait till mom goes to sleep. Yeah. I get it. Mm. <laughs> You're a fucking month. That is how you that's how you started with anime, right? You had a what was it? You said you had like Cinemax or something. And you oh, watch it late at night, and that's where you watched... Uh, that's where I watched GTO. Yeah. GTO and Dirty Pair and stuff like that. That's where I found like anime that I would almost classify as real anime. Okay. Not to say that like the Adult Swim stuff, which I'd probably seen before, uh, maybe right around that time, it wasn't real anime, but that was anime that everybody could see. So would you say... I'm just going to psychoanalyze you. Let's, let me put on my Freud hat. So you're saying that when, uh, when your girlfriend goes to bed and you watch the anime late at night, it reminds you of your childhood. Yeah, man. I guess so. <laughs> it's also whenever I can focus the most on what I'm watching, because that's whenever I do all the watching for the show too. And the remote controller is your penis, yes. Okay, this is a, this is why am I why am I Dracula when I try to do a Freudian voice? I can't. I'm bad at accents. Want, Fuck you. I want to see your remote control. <laughs> all right. Anyway, that's what we've been watching. If you'd like to tell us what did you have any more, bud? I think that's it, dude. Okay. I think that I mean the monster Musume oh is the one that God. I really wanted. I wanted yeah. to get off my chest. I wanted to tell the good buddies what it was like. You you, don't, don't. you fucking texted me about that shit. <laughs> Let me just pull up this text chain. It was a good text. That was like episode one. Because you, the thing that got me is, here we go. Uh, okay, Monday, November 5th, 2018. Uh, 12.32 a.m., you monster. Uh, hi, I've got them buoy animes for days, D-face, heart eyes. And then you, for day, excuse me, and then you correct yourself, days. <laughs> and I said, oh no, oh no. You said, I'm watching one called Monster Masume. I just started. It's great. Uh, just started. It's great. Corrected. Just damn autocorrects family. I said, that's the one I told you about on the podcast. Couldn't get past the intro. It's great, I say. I do a V face. Uh, the snake wants his snake. The drama is real. <laughs> <laughs> And then you say, I love High Dive, to which I respond, it was already on Crunchyroll, you dink, just not in dub, and you call yourself a weeb. <laughs> Roger says, I'm pathetic. If only I'd had known. <laughs> I probably would have watched it sooner. Oh, no. You're a you're a bad person. Anyway, yeah, that's what we've so. been watching. That's what we've been watching. If you'd like to tell us what you've been watching, please do hit us up. We'll have all the plugs at the end, but as always, the good yeah. buddies, uh, wait, the good buddies anime pod at gmail.com. Yep. So, uh, but now um, let's get to the thing. Yeah, before we break down the show, uh, after we do Chio School Road, we're going to change things around a little bit. We'll give you more details mm-hmm. on it later. But Once I thought I'd just the series, yeah. just give you, yeah, just give, give you a heads a, up. A we are going to small heads up. We are going to be doing some changes. We're going to get some slightly shorter format stuff. Yeah, we're we're going on a year on the 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 content, you know, stuff for the channel and and the podcast and stuff. It's getting on up there. Yeah. So we're going to mix it up a little bit and and reinvigorate some things and make some things interesting not to say that Gotta you know that what we do is interesting we you know it's time to try something else uh we're not going anywhere but just a heads up we're gonna be changing stuff up a little bit and we'll give you more details on that later hey all right but once we finish this show yeah we're going through chio's school road we said it we're doing it let's break it down this is the first episode wayne, wayne, of wayne, the podcast wayne. of the three episodes for chio's school road Hell yeah, buddy. So we got starting episode, with episode one. And episode they are, one. Every one of these has like three different yeah, titles. It's, it's got two or three. This one does. This has one two. has two, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the first episode, first title is Because the School is There. Yeah, man. There it go. 
So this this whole show, let's give this brief overview. The whole yeah. show, uh, so far anyway, I assume the whole thing's like this because of the name of the show, Chio School Road. But it's all about this girl named Chio and her trip to school in the morning. You don't really Man, see her Chio's at so school. Cool. She is really cool. You don't really see her at school. Did you watch sub or dub? You watched dub, yeah. I watched the dub. I watched the sub. Um, I like the voices better in the sub. And the dub, it's fine, but she's kind of got that Manetta thing going. She's like, yeah, she definitely does. <laughs> she wants to know about my balls. <laughs> she wants to know about my balls. Come a little closer. I'll spill my secrets. <laughs> anyway, she kind of has that typical, like, nerdy, like yeah. that thing going. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. I like the dub better. Uh, the sub better, excuse me. But anyway, it's all about her and her trip to school. We never really see her at school, except for, like, a couple scenes when she finally gets there. But... Uh, or a couple like flashbacks when she's in class, but the whole show is about her going to school, mm-hmm. whether it's being on time, dealing with drama of friends, or just walking with her friends and chatting it up. But uh, this first one, she is running. I mean, sprinting to school. She's going to be late. Can't be late. We'll barely make it in time. She turns right here. This is my turn. She turns and the road is closed. It's like a, a big thing blocking the whole road. It's construction. Uh, a little sign pops up. Tardiness guaranteed. Uh, and there's a detour mapped out on it, but it's way out of the way. And she thinks to herself, what did I do to deserve this? Flashback three hours earlier, three hours earlier, she was up playing this Assassin's Creed style game at 4.30 a.m. So, of course, she's freaking late. She stayed up all night playing video games. <sighs> I've been there. Anyway. Sometimes uh, it hurts, dude, to squeeze out that one extra hour of sleep. Dude, you just you go to sleep for that one hour. That makes it worse. The thing that gets me, we just had fallback. We just hit daylight savings. And every year, everybody's always like, hey, man, extra hour sleep tonight. And I'm like, yeah. And I think that and I just end up spending that extra hour staying up playing video games. Mm-hmm. And I'm still <laughs> Hell, tired. I got work. another hour. Still tired at work the next morning. It's one o'clock twice. Oh, boy. <laughs> it is indeed one o'clock twice. But um, yeah, man, she was up all night. She ended up getting like the all mission clear. She beat the whole thing. Uh, and then as she's standing there back in the present, she says, oh yeah, I brought this on myself. Uh, says at this rate, she's going to end up stuck outside with the delinquents. And she imagines herself looking nearby to see this, uh, this pole, this like light pole or something that goes up near a rooftop. And she thinks, oh man, I could totally like Assassin's Creed my way up there. Just run across the rooftops. And she imagines it and she says, that's dumb. And she turns Walks herself away saying, ah, that's the brain, game brain talking, she says, which is a, a theme that shows up later. And then as she walks away, she's off the screen and she sprints back and fucking goes for it. She manages to pull herself to the rooftop and she's tired. Here's the thing that got me. I was like, hey, what the hell? I rewound it and paused it just to make sure. For some reason, when she's like getting on the rooftop, she's like halfway on it, kicking off the pole to like get herself on the roof. Her skirt is just straight up see-through. It's translucent for some reason, and you can just straight up see her whole butt and underwear. And I'm like, what? I don't even remember that. Dude, I'll I'll show you on the thing. I was like, hey, what? Why? What? You got them eagle eyes, dude. It is weird. You're looking for the panties every single time. It's just, I mean, it's one of those things where they kind of front load it with, there's, uh, I see animes tend to do this a lot, is like, they give you a decent amount of jiggle physics and panty shots in the first episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's a few panty shots in a minute and a lot of jiggle physics in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I know you remember that one. I remember that part. You bastard. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, she's tired, a bit dirty, but she made it. And she looks, stands up and looks out. 
And she's like, wow. She sees the school in the distance and she starts moving. Brief montage, smooth sailing. She's going roof to roof, cross fences, over tree limbs, just nailing it. And she stops for a second on a balcony uh, and thinks to herself, hey, this is kind of fun. And uh, she's like imagining herself. She says, I seriously feel like I'm an assassin from a video game. She does a little pose right next to this window. And then all of a sudden, uh, the uh, the curtains next to her just part. And there's this like middle-aged bald man standing there in his boxers with a toothbrush in his mouth. And he winces from the light for a second, which is just long enough to like duck under the window. And she's laying there so he can't see her. And he's like, what the hell? I thought I saw somebody. It's I'm like, okay, Jesus Christ. So then he proceeds to brush his teeth. And she's freaked out because like a bit of spit flies out of his mouth and lands on her glasses. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, well, maybe I can just inch away from the wit. And then he straight up gags. And just a mist of spittle flies away from him. Spittle. Just all over her. It's pretty gross. It's really gross. But she totally forgets about it within seconds. Roger, why'd you make me watch this? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah, she manages to get a roll away after he closes the windows and goes away. And she's cleaning her glasses. And she's like, I shouldn't have done this. Uh, She's close to school now. Needs to get down. She's near this park. And there's like these two... uh, It's like the entrance to the park. And there's like these two little kind of buildings there. I don't know if they're bathrooms or what. But like she's at one and across this little entranceway is the other one. She can't get across this gap. So she's trying to figure out how she can get down. Uh, She imagines like trying to climb down, but like someone could snap a pic of her. It's embarrassing. So as she's thinking about this, she hears crying and she sees that a boy's balloon is stuck in a nearby tree. And his mom with a huge, constantly wiggling tits. Very bigly. Very, very large Bigly wigglies. She has the very large breasts. I mean, just constant unnecessarily jiggling. There's like a bit where she literally just like tilts her head a little bit and you get a bump. Like, come on, man. Roger, why is that okay? I think it was just supposed to be funny, dude. But is it funny? It was a little funny. I don't know, man. Maybe it's artistic, dude. Maybe it's there to make you think. I just don't get it because it's not. I don't. I don't is I think, I think it's, it's working, to, dude. It's okay, making me think. well, hang on now, because if it's supposed to be funny, didn't just recently we had a whole thing about like how they keep putting dressing girls as cows, and you were like, "Is it supposed to be making fun of them for having big tits?" And I'm like, "Well, this is making fun of her for having." big tits. I didn't tits. say for be for big tits. I did not say that. I you said, did though. No, I said, "Is it I'm making fun of them like calling them fat?" Eh, no, because because the cow traditionally, at least here call somebody a cow you're calling them fat maybe in japan you're saying they have big udders i don't know i don't know man i just i don't get the unnecessary jiggle physics anyway uh this woman uh, jiggling oh no uh she approaches a a tall man uh and with with an i wrote down she approaches a tall man with an unnecessary boob jiggle he says well yeah i could reach this uh but i won't why would i is there a fee for it? What uh, what constitutes failure? Is there some kind of, uh, do I get paid for this? Blah, blah, blah. And he's just going on and on. It's like, whoa, what is this dude's deal? He's wearing a, wearing a very fancy suit and carrying a suitcase. So he's some kind of law guy or something. I don't know. 
Uh, and she says, are you going to pay for my Armanu suit if it gets dirty? Uh, these are custom duds. 530000 of tax power. That's the price, of course, without tax. Uh, this guy's a real fucking ding dong, and he's just being an asshole. And she's like, oh, sorry. Uh, can't just more for no reason. Um, she makes a he makes a face at the kid uh, whose name is Takun, by the way. Heh. And uh, he leaves. Uh, he starts to leave, rather. Our assassin on top of this building hates this jerk, wants to throw a rock at him. And as he's passing between these buildings, she picks up a pebble on the roof and says, all right, I got an idea. And she says to herself, I love... Uh, no, he says as he's walking, ha ha, I love making fun of the poor. Ooh, the, the unwashed masses. Like, he's just really talking shit. Reminds like, me of my good buddy, Shroot. Oh, does? Oh, yeah. Jesus, really? Yeah, man. All right. You never heard the story where he gave Andrew cards? Is that uh, what when happened? Andrew first started playing, and, and it was like before everybody knew Shroot was kind of a douche or a sad sack. I always knew he was a douche. What are you talking about? Go on. It was uh, anyway. This well, anyway, kid he hangs gives, out at the card shop. He, gives, he looks he, like Dwight Shroot. Go on. Yeah, he he gives he gives Andrew the cards. Andrew tells him thank you. and He goes, no problem. I love helping the poor. Wow. Yeah, he's a bad person. Anyway, I always knew that kid was a little jackass. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, she remembers her game. Uh, she says she's going to make her own path. He, he stops. He pauses for a second uh, as he sees a pebble. Uh, a, well, a pebble hits him and he stops. He's like, what? And he turns and looks up to see a larger rock heading this way. And he goes, luxury python bad guard, 225,000 defense points. That's the price before tax, of course. Uh, and as he lifts up his his uh attache case or whatever to block this rock our girl runs at the gap and she says i defeat scumbags for a living uh her name she gives her a little introduction uh miyamo chio uh member of the soft tennis club high school first year the thing i hate most is standing out it's like okay weird weird intro she jumps kicks off this dude's bag makes it across uh, several panty shots here. She makes it though, rolls and keeps running across the other side. Uh, the jerk is laying there with a con- straight up concussion and a bloody nose. And there's a crowd around like, what happened? He just fell over. And then as the mom and the kid are watching this all happen, the balloon floats down and he grabs it. It's got a little pebble tied around it. She had time to do that too. And, uh, the mom is confused, but Takoon, the kid, knows the truth. He says, uh, I saw her. She was an assassin, someone who helps those in need. I saw it in Daddy's game. And she goes, huh? Yeah, that's nice. What is he talking about? And she, that's when she like kind of cocks her head to the side like, what? And just whomp, like for no reason. You didn't even move, lady. All right. We're done with that part. Chio now finds a place to get down, uh, some kind of parking lot. Uh, thinks uh she has to leave looking confident so no one suspects her walking out of a parking lot that's weird you don't drive kid uh so she walks and some guy outside just stares her down and she tries to ignore him boldly steps out of a straight up love hotel she was straight up at the at the get down spot the and this hotel dude- motel yeah, man, the no-tell motel. And this dude, like, takes a quick shot of her as she's leaving. It's like, holy moly, dude. Uh, takes, a, takes a pick of her as she strides away. Uh, spots a classmate walking, joins them fairly awkwardly. They're like, hey, keep moving. Yeah, you, yeah, get out of the way. And, like, you were so confident a second ago, Chiyo. Makes it on time to Samajima 
uh, private academy. Heads in, not hearing two girls behind her talking about a student who apparently walked out of a love hotel, came to school from a love hotel. At which point the uh, the what what do you even call this guy? Like the I guess the the gatekeeper, the guard guy with the with the freaking kendo stick. What's his deal? Uh, what would you know. even call that guy? He's just like a teacher or something who stands at the gate and like makes sure everyone gets in on yeah, time. Yeah, gets in safely. And like right as they say that, he does a full on nani, like just screams like what? Because he heard the girls talking about someone coming from a love hotel. And that's that first half. Good stuff. Um, yeah, weird. Uh, there's also a bit after this where he's doing a Yugle search. What? Um for uh look trying to find out these rumors or something about this girl came from a love hotel uh and he says uh he's gonna try to he wants to save her before any rumors start to spread and i was like this guy's a fucking doofus another teacher sees what he's searching for and it's just like what the hell it's good stuff anyway we're on to the second half which is chiochan and uh hosokawa song yeah say it right bud hosokawa 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 all right this one has one of the most ridiculous beginnings I've ever seen in anything. Uh, she at least for school. She'd have plenty of time. She's leaving early. She says the scenery looks prettier than normal because, you know, she's not used to being up this early. She approaches a, co- a crosswalk and a girl turns and waves good morning. It's Hosokawa-san from her class. Uh, she as, she as she's walking toward her, she's passing by a little like area where you leave your garbage, like a, like a little dump area where the, you know, trash men, I guess, come to pick it up. Um, as she turns and waves high and Chio just, before she says anything, freaks out. No way. Is she talking to me? She hangs out with the cool kids. Uh, Chio describes herself as the polar opposite. No way she's talking to me. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. She calls herself like a low, a low class, like a lower class or something. I don't remember. She says like, she's not cool enough to be hanging with this person. It's, it's wild. She really does not have a high opinion of herself. Clearly. She doesn't want the attention. She does not want the attention. Okay, so here's where it gets fucking nuts. She's she's imagining, oh, this is one of those things where she's waving to the girl behind me, and if I wave, I look like an idiot. So now she she's like, there's no way she's talking to me. She's she's a track star. She's fairly she's fairly famous. Uh, as below average as me, she describes herself. No way she's talking to someone as below average as me. But if she is, and she ignores it, then. Uh, you know, that just makes things really messy. So it goes into a choose your path thing where she's got four options. One, turn and look at the friend, like turn around like there's someone behind you and like, oh, she's waving to her. Mm-hmm. Risk is low. Obviously, if you turn and there's someone there, then you know, oh, she was waving to her. If there's no one there, you look like kind of an idiot. Uh, two, say something unrelated in return. Low risk. Just say like, oh, whatever. Like, uh. Three, return greeting enthusiastically, like really go at it like, yeah, okay, you're saying hi to me, which if she wasn't, does make you look dumb. Four, completely ignore her, risk high. Well, that's probably not good because if she was talking to you, you look like a straight up asshole. Why would you be an asshole to this person? Option shuffle. She's trying to figure out what she's going to, she says, I got it. And as she's walking, oh my God, Roger, she fakes an ankle roll, trips and jumps headfirst into the garbage pile. Yep. <laughs> this is pretty great. It's a genius tactic, really. She straight up flips, like, upside down. Uh, I wrote down in parentheses, panty shot. And nonchalantly, quote unquote, checks behind her as she's doing so. She is laying now upside down in the garbage with her ass in the air, turned around, 
and there's no one there. She was, in fact, waving at her. And Hosokawa runs over to help her up. Uh, turns out she's just super, super nice. Uh, she says, well, at least I avoided a disaster there. Did you? Because it looks like you just jumped headfirst into the garbage. Anyway, they walk together for a while. Chiyo's very nervous. Can't even look at her. Uh, she has a moment here. What in the fuck is this? I'm I'm, th- I'm guessing maybe this place comes back because they show these ads a few more times. But she, as they're walking, she sees an ad on a pole for Ukawara Stationery. And all of a sudden, she's just like... She's just straight up disassociating to get herself out of this awkward situation where she's so nervous about walking with the cool kid. She just makes up a story in her mind about how this place closed. It was a small shop. Some kid who used to shop there, he comes back into town, finds the place even though the town has changed a bit. And he's now he's standing before an out-of-business shop. And an old, old old woman opens the door and says, Well, my, that little crybaby turned into a fine young... And then she snaps back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. Whoops, it's be... Re- no, I'm kidding. But she snaps back and uh, thanks. Oh, crap, this isn't the time to escape reality. Heh. Uh, she tries to imagine getting on friendly terms with those Kawa, but even in class, they would, you know hold their same roles she imagined so i mean what if what if she can find something they have in common oh I, I, I could try to be friends with this girl and she says well they're both in sports clubs and she's and she stops and tries to talk to her she goes oh hey um club and hosaka was just like what and she's just straight up floundering she's like what does that even mean what a weirdo i'm acting like a moron she's trying to like talk to this girl and she can't do it she's just so dang nervous oh you poor little baby can't deal with the cool kid um as they're walking they see two girls ahead called to hosokawa those are her friends and chio thinks to herself i'm saved uh while uh hosokawa is distracted she can pivot away and do a quote swat turn which is the thing where she like dips back and just real quick pivots behind these other dudes who just walked out of some like little corner store uh, mm-hmm. And she ducks inside of it real quick. There's a voiceover that explains it's a move from a game that Chio plays all night. It looks like a like Call of Duty or you know yeah. one of those things, uh, where she does a SWAT turn, capable of, uh, which is only capable by accessing her quote unquote game brain. All lies. A sign points up, pops up and says it shows ridiculous. Keeps breaking the fourth wall, and I kind of love it. Uh, Chio ducks into this store, goes straight back to the bathroom, and decides she's just gonna wait it out. And uh, she decided. You ever done that before, dude? You ever just go to the bathroom and hide for a little while? Not really. Never. I mean, sometimes at work, if I'm yeah, like, work yeah. is a good, good situation. Like, I'm gonna hide. Me. The bathroom becomes your safe zone. Sometimes it's like, like Nobody I'll get there. Can bother me here. Every now and then, what I'll do is I'll get there in the morning, and I'm like, someone else is there, like watching the store or whatever, and I'm like, man, I need a break, but I've only been here for like an hour. It's too early to take a break, so I'll just be like, hey, I'm gonna go use the restroom and just like chill for five minutes. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. I am pooping though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you're, if you're looking at your phone at that time, it's a stinker tinker, dude. Is that what that? Is? Yeah. Is that what you call it? Yeah, man, stinker tinker. There was one that I, I've never felt so called out. I was scrolling through Twitter, Tumblr, or something one day, and I'm just scrolling and scrolling while I'm on the bathroom, while I'm on the toilet, and I get to a picture that. Is I can't remember who the actress is. I think it's the lady who played Laverne in um, Scrubs. And she's like looking at the camera, shaking her finger at it disapprovingly. And the caption on it just says, that's enough scrolling. Time to wipe your ass. And I was like, damn, you fucking got me. And I like closed my phone. (laughs) 
I've never felt so called out, Roger. She got you good, dude. She got me good. She, she made like you the chicken fucker, dude. Nailed it, dude. The chicken fucker. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's enough. We don't need any more of those. Anyway. Uh, yeah. She uh, she hides in the bathroom. Uh, she's telling herself in her head that, I mean, even if she had become friends with this Hosokawa girl, her other friends are so popular, she would have just, like, you know, disappeared into the background anyway. It's not like she can hang with these uh, with uh, with these kids anyway. Uh, who would even notice? Eventually, she steps out, and as she steps out, she checks out a uh, game magazine at the shop next to the window. Uh, and as she's standing there, she glances up and sees that Hosokawa is, in fact, still standing outside, and she's just waving at her. And she's like, huh? And then she's like, what? And she freaks out, runs out, and she says, why didn't you go on ahead? And uh, Hosokawa tells her, well, we were in the middle of a conversation. Chiyo freaks out some more, and Hosokawa stops her before she says anything more. And she says, hey, it's it's okay. You got you got a sensitive stomach, right? You had the runs. <laughs> what a pal. What a pal. And she's like, Chio says she knew I was in the bathroom the whole time. Chio says she feels like scum. Uh, she made her wait. She was so nice. And they end up running to class. Uh, Hosoka was a very she's a track star as we've already established. So she just completely outpaces this girl. And she gets there. And as they run, uh, Chio feels so bad. She wants to be friends with her. In fact, now. And uh, she, as they're running, as they get to class, she says, I should have said it earlier, but good morning. Hosoka was, in fact, already gone. The only people that hear her say that are these four random dudes who look back at her and they're like, huh? Is she, is she talking to me? Oh, uh, man, she, she, was, she said that to me. I guess she's doable. It's like, whoa, dude. And uh, she has just completely blanked out. And she's like, oh, crap. No, I've done it. Uh, then there's a brief scene where she like just sneezes and they're like, oh, she was just sneezing and they walk away and she's like, nail it. And that's that episode. All right. Cute show to, I, I didn't need the mom with the giant. Dude, I think it's just making fun of it. Really? I think that's what it is. It's just, what that's making, okay, Roger. It's okay to make fun of big tits. It's not making fun of big tits. It's you making, just, ooh. <laughs> it's not making fun of big tits. Here's, it's making fun of animes that, like where you know you could oh, do oh, virtually it's a meta boob jiggle is what it's you're saying. It's meta, dude. It's is it, meta. Is yes. it meta? It's meta. I don't believe. I think it's I too think many. It's meta, I think dude. it's too many shows doing that for it to be meta. It's if they're doing it and they don't. If that, no, I don't think that because was it's meta. not that much. That's like, not a meta boob. That's not a meta jiggle meta, physics. Dude. I think it's you meta. can convince yourself. You can lie to yourself all you want, but you don't lie to me, boy. Don't you lie to me. I think it's meta, dude. All right. Maybe the good buddies let us know if they think it's meta. I don't know. How'd y'all feel about them t- jiggle titties? Um, and all the panty shots in this. And there's a lot of panty shots in this one. I mean, it's a show about schoolgirls, so there's gonna be panty shots. I guess that's something you just gotta accept. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I see no panty shots bloom into you. That show's just cute. It's just a good show. All right. Anyway, episode two. <laughs> episode two is Bloody Butterfly Effect. All right, that's the first part. I kind of love this one. It's is it just me or does this guy look almost exactly like Nita from... Yes, he does. He looks a lot like Nita. He from, looks uh, like Nita, and I think he kind of sounds like him. A little bit, yeah. I, I didn't uh, I didn't watch the dub, so I wouldn't know. But, uh, yeah, Chio starts with her walk in school. Her chest hurt. She was up all night playing games online. <laughs> she was up all night playing games online. Only intended to play for half an hour, but after a match, she gets a message from a foreign player. And she's like, oh, what what is this? And she puts it into a translator and the dude called her a see you next Tuesday. Uh, Roger. He called her a... A cunt? Yes. 
and she gets super pissed and she ends up staying up all night just whipping on this dude uh which is pretty funny uh anyway uh that's why she's she was up so late and that's why her chest hurts she's just tired uh turning down an alleyway a fairly narrow alleyway she is confronted by a fairly tough looking blonde dude wearing all white smoking next to his pink bike uh and she is very nervous about this man this is a tough looking like straight up biker gang dude and she nervously edges past the motorcycle on the opposite side of the guy while an older guy does the same passing closer to the wall to make her pass closer to the bike and she's like seriously old dude like girl spine um as she's doing so she her thigh brushes against the muffler which is still hot and she just screams bloody fucking murder just screams her whole head off biker gets all up in her face he's like are you looking for a fight what was that about and she's like she does a nervous laugh she's like "Eh, eh." she's like oh you laughing at me now and like he gets all up in her stuff ends up straight up grabbing her picking her up by the collar the older guy bones the fuck out he's like i ain't fucking with this i got an interview and she's like you no, hey and she turns to try and like talk to this guy like hey you're you're an adult help me and as she turns she straight up elbows the biker dude in the jaw one shot ko and he goes straight down and she's just standing over him and she has a brief little she raises her arm for a second she goes i won (laughs) (laughs) it's really good um and then she decides well you know the right thing to do is to move this bike someone else might get burned too and so she grabs the bike hits the kickstand starts to push it away the bike is pink by the way yeah i said it's pink bike it's a cool bike it's a cool pink bike uh but like she's trying to move it it falls because she is of course a small child and not pushing it good she freaks out dude is waking up she freaks out harder and she as he regains consciousness chio decides all right I mean, I've already, I've knocked a dude out. I knocked over his bike. I got to lean into this one. And so as she, as he finally gets up, she is, he sees her sitting on his fallen motorcycle, one leg up on the tire, just looking like a straight up badass. He is super pissed. Hey, you don't know what you're bucking with, who you're, who, what you've gotten into. And she's like, no, you do, you've got it backwards. That knockout was no accident. Well, you think you just accosted a little girl and she accidentally took you out? Nah, man. I'm the real deal. And he's like, who who are you? And uh, she can't think of anything, so she just goes with her screen name in all of her shooter games and whatnot. Bloody Butterfly. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a great name. Um, It's pretty pretty ridiculous. I mean, it's probably better than... What's your screen name? Raffle Rainbow. Raffle Rainbow. Mine on PlayStation is "You Got It, Dude," yeah, which is often it, which is often misconstrued or misconstrued by people in chats as being like, "Hey, hey, you go tit, dude. What's up?" And I'm like, "My name's not Tit, dude. <laughs> you got it, dude. You got it, dude." Anyway, I'm, I'm Raffle Rainbow. Yeah, that's on PlayStation. <laughs> I probably won't add you that's if I don't R-O-F-L know who you are. R O F L Rainbow. I probably won't add you if I don't know who you are. Just being straight with you. Anyway, uh. <laughs> I also don't play anything multiplayer anymore. It's not worth it. Anyway. Um, yeah, she uh, she says she's bloody butterfly. And he says, well, I never heard of you. Well, of course not. You're not even on my level. She tells him that while he plays in his bike gang, uh, she's having shootouts with foreign groups every night. Well, she was playing her game with foreigners. Uh, she tells him to quit his gang. Don't be like me. 
you could end up crippled in a diaper. Uh, I've seen people get uh, end up just not even walking, just stu- uh, sitting in diapers. She's talking about people who just sit in front of their computers all night, wasting away and don't even get up to use the restroom. Oh, God. Uh, the, the, but she says, peace. Peace is difficult, but precious. And I can't go back, but you still can. And he knows this is ridiculous, but she is very very convincing she's acting the part man she is nailing it she's fucking nailing it dude i mean it's really good stuff and uh he she says to him do you really intend to continue after losing to a after losing to a young girl one-on-one he can't take it he can't take it he screams and he says fine but before he quits he says i'll ask it uh he asks if she'll join him on one last ride and he drops her off at school, her riding up on the back of this freaking biker gang dude's freaking motorcycle with a helmet on. Everybody's just completely bewildered, and they really lose it when she gets off the bike, walks through the gate, and she calls him, She call, uh, he calls her Bloody Butterfly again. And then she gets stopped by the gatekeeper guy. She says, oh, uh... I'm an exchange student and just soaks inside. She doesn't even take off the helmet. She doesn't want anyone to know it's her. And that, oh man, this guy comes back and I'm really hoping he's in the rest of these episodes, but boy, oh boy, yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> I love this man. Mayuda Ando. That's his name. I don't know. Ando. Ando. They, yeah. yeah. They don't give you his name until later. Uh, <laughs> they call him the next time we see him. Uh, some people called him Ando. Uh, the something devil. They call him, uh, they call him the devil of something. I don't remember. White devil. Probably not White Devil. Probably <laughs> they probably don't call him White Devil. Roger's an anime. You know Dude, they're all Japanese, right? I posted on Facebook. I'm on a Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters group or whatever. Oh no! Oh no, Roger. <laughs> and these there's all these people acting foolish or whatever. And I I made a post jokingly, and I I said Roger, something you can't al- have jokes on the internet. I said something along the lines of um, we've all got to stand together to take down the White Devil, and Roger. I got reported. Within, within 30 minutes, I got reported for racism, uh, <laughs> and and they took my post down. It signed me out of Facebook, and I had to read. I had to read a little lecture about about being a racist. Roger, <laughs> it's true. It happened to me. Oh no, Roger, that's hilarious. I didn't know White Devil was racist. I don't. I mean, it's not. People are just dumb. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> trying to trying to take words away from my people. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like we've been, hit the end of that conversation. Okay. This, this one's running go. flat. This Let's one's, go. We've reached the end of that road. Uh, on to the sure? next part. I'm sure I can on drive it a little further. On to the next part of this episode. Part two. Manana, Oro, and me. Manana? Manana. Manana. Is it manana? You said manana. Yeah, manana. It's, it's easier. I don't know. I... <laughs> Reading it, it looks like manana. It's how it's spelled. Manana. It doesn't have the little. little it's banana with an M. Accent, yeah. Manana. Manana. Hi, I'm Manana. Manana. I kind of love Manana. She's amazing. She's great. She's great. Anyway, uh, Chio and a friend, we find out is Manana. Uh, Manana. Uh, they walk to school. This uh, this one's really good. I really like the end of this one. Uh, they're walking to school. They notice a lot of first years have paired off into couple. Uh, relationship noobs they call them uh the or manana calls them we don't we don't know her name yet but we find out it's manana uh these young kids who think they can start and uh, maintain relationships as soon as they get into high school you know most will uh break up over the summer uh 
And uh, Manana goes on to say that they have no uh, they have no strategy for battling. Love is a battlefield, of course. Uh, they're ill prepared, she calls them. And Chio says, "Well, you know what the trick is? It's to wait until winter. That way, uh, you start a relationship, you enjoy it through the summer uh, up until the summer of your second year. That's uh, the below average relationship planned, and it is likened." to utaro which is of course the tastiest part of the fish if you they the way they do it is they show like a line representing the school year here's you know spring winter summer fall all that junk and the bit that she's talking about your relationship happening if you lay that line over a fish you cut out the tastiest part which is uh apparently utaro utaro i'm not familiar with this dish or this way of preparing meal but okay there you go anyway uh she says that's the tastiest part of the fish and the most delicious time for relationships in fact neither of them have any experience or relationships they're just talking straight out of their no boyfriend having asses it's pretty funny um chio's friend manana is in fact jealous of these couples uh walks between one of them to break them up for a few seconds uh just kind of being a jerk in in fact uh they then see hosakawa and some guy walking uh we find out he is a uh, haruki later uh but Manana doesn't uh, try to get between them. Uh, she'd be obliterated since they're so popular and good-looking. Uh, they become increasingly agitated by this perfect couple, but narrow their eyes when they see them sneak down an alleyway. This looks like sexy times. And Chio runs to try and stop Manana as she uh, as she moves in for a peek, but Chia decides, uh, well, you know... We do need to go, in fact. Uh, we need to stop our classmates from doing something wrong. Uh, blaming others. Uh, and, the, and and Manana says, wait, blaming others for her actions. Chio, you're such a piece of shit. You're the best. They really are a couple of just, just jerkwads, and I kind of love them. Um, so they sneak in after this couple, using their phones to look around corners and, you know, checking the, the GPS tags on each on the on uh hosakawa's twitter or some shit so they can see where they are i don't know uh but yeah they 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 find them and it turns out the guy just wanted to ask her out and she turns him down says uh says she wants to focus on track and he's like very cordial about it he accepts and you know says oh no i i get it uh but hey uh do you mind introducing me to some of your friends she's like ah see you weren't even serious about me ha 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 and they joke and laugh it's really cute actually chio and manana from the end of this alleyway that they're watching them from can't believe that rejections can go so well and uh hosakawa tells the guy well actually i have made a new friend uh chio and she calls says she's really honest and cute and chio can't believe it that she's talking about her so fondly nor can manana who is indignant Chio didn't tell her, you're abandoning me. You're moving up in the ranks. Is that it? Right then, Hosokawa and Haruki come out of the alleyway. Chio and Manana are about to be found out, and they pull a straight-up fake-out make-out. Chia has Manana pinned against the wall. Their hands are covering each other's faces. Their hands and hair covering each other's faces, so they can't see who it is. And they're right, like, faces right in front of each other. They do a close-up, and you can see their lips aren't touching. But man, it's close. Uh, Hosokawa and Howorki are like, oh, oh God. And they kind of shuffle away embarrassed. And then Manana, when it's over, Chio's just like, wow, I can't believe that worked. And Manana's like, I, I, uh, and she's like all flustered and stuff. And Chio like, she's got like the soft lights and, uh, the, the sparklies in her eyes and shit. It's like, oh, wow. And Chio's like, what the hell? And she just like 
run, walks away from her and then runs in and just butt bumps her and like knocks her over and is like, hey, snap out of it. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, and that's that whole part of the episode. It's pretty much just a quick intro from Anana, but what a fucking intro. You see that they're both a couple of little conniving weirdos. Yeah, it's great. It's good stuff. I love them. I, I love them. I love Manana. <laughs> We're just going to call her Manana now? Yeah. All right, so Chia and Manana are besties. Um, next half, next third. Bump of Slave. Bump of Slave. This one's goofy. Uh, Manana and Hosokawa greet Chio in the morning. Uh... And Chio actually comments when she sees the two of them together, what is this pairing? It's so fresh. Uh, Manana had actually been waiting for Hosokawa, uh, for Chio when Hosokawa recognized her as Chio's friend. And so they waited together and they all walked together. Everything is going smoothly. And then Manana randomly asked Hosokawa just out of nowhere, hey, um, I was wondering, are you a virgin? Hey, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a virgin. This is a great opener, dude. Oh, no. This is not a good time. Um, But yeah, just completely out of nowhere. Chio freaks the fuck out. Hosokawa is like embarrassed, but she takes it well enough. Says, uh, well, I've, I've, I've never gone out with anyone, so no. And she's like, well, have have you? And they both say no, they, they haven't done all that. And then she says, well, have you kissed anyone? And then Chio remembers that alleyway where they almost kiss, but their lips didn't actually touch. She's like, we we said our lips didn't touch, right? Like, she's not even sure. And then Manana says, well, I did in middle school. What? With a college guy, no less. What? Yeah, we met on some online game. It was, <laughs> it was pretty fun. And Chio can't believe this. And she says, Manana feels so far away. She, she can't believe this. And she has a brief ver- vision of herself. Uh, being the center of this group of friends, obviously she's the king, but she's left out of this conversation uh, uh, with what was it? Hosokawa was like her butler or something, and uh, Manana was the slave, like standing there with a plate of fruit, and like the butler and slave start having a conversation that she's just completely left out. It's a weird little aside that I think there's got to be like some kind of story or fable about a king, a butler, and a slave or something that I'm missing out on here, but it's just a brief like. There you go. There, there, there was that. Just it's, to kind of show some, like how she's feeling. It's some of that feeling. meta shit that this show has to offer. Boob Jiggle was not meta, and you can keep pushing that. You can push that narrative all you want. That dog ain't gonna hunt, Roger. All right. So we go, <laughs> we go on. Uh, back in reality, whoops, it'd be re- no. Okay, I'm gonna stop with the, with the references. Uh, back in reality, she Mom's tries spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti on my spaghetti already. His arm spaghetti, knees weak, arm spaghetti. There's vomit on spaghetti already. Mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. But he keeps on spaghetti what he wrote down and wrote he can't all spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst. I don't even like him and him. You can tell him I said that. Anyway. I told him you call him the white devil. But I didn't. And you will get reported for racism. But I didn't say that. You said that like twice now. (laughs) Like three times you've said that now. You're a monster. Anyway. Anyway, uh, she's trying Damn to get her PC police. <laughs> All right, back in reality, Chio's trying to get Manana's attention. Uh, Manana only mm. just kind of turns around as she's walking with uh, Hosokawa and just gives her a quick, like a fake smile. Like clearly, she is in fact just scheming to get over and you know in with the cool kid. Uh, and she goes back to chatting with uh, Hosokawa. Chio 
is now certain that she's only using her as a stepping stone to get into Hosokawa's good graces. And indeed, she has betrayed Chiyo to gain access to the class elites, she says in her mind. Uh, as they walk, Manana claims, oh, oh yeah, well, you know, I, I know everything about this stuff. You, gotta, you just got to know how to read men. And as they're walking, uh, she points out to this sweaty dude who's standing nearby and says, like that guy, he's going to end up working a dead-end office job. And as they pass, that sweaty guy actually greets Hosokawa. He's like, oh, Yuki-san. Or Yuki-chan. He says he calls her Yuki-chan. Calls her by her first name. Uh, turns out she met him a while ago while running and has been coaching this guy. Uh, he works at an office near the school. He does, in fact, work at an office near the school. But he's the fucking president of the company. Wow. Wow, Manana. You really embarrassed yourself there. You must feel real goofy. What the hell they used to say in middle school? I bet you feel crunchy right now. <laughs> you remember that shit? I know. I never heard it. You never I've, heard that one? I've heard putting your foot in your mouth. They, they used to say that. that. That was some weird shit. That was some slang I never fully understood. But you feel real crunchy right now. Dumb. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's some goofy shit. Uh, Manana feels like a fucking idiot because she totally misread this guy, apparently. Uh, the, two, the, the two of them walk ahead and Hosokawa... Uh, oh, excuse me. Leaving, leaving uh, Manana, who is approached by Chiyo. And... Uh, Manana, uh, Chiyo pokes fun at uh, oh oh the the beautiful elite Manana hey aren't you that uh, popular girl oh aren't you like so cool aren't you like the coolest oh I can't believe you're talking to me oh what about tell me about that time you kissed the college boy and like just starts making kissy faces out or just really laying into this girl busting her chops Manana eventually admits that it was a lie she never kissed a guy and Chiyo smiles very sincerely actually like you know Trying, making up with her friend she says well i'm glad some lollicon bastard middle school chaser wasn't your first kiss <laughs> pretty good um and she says welcome back and they make up they walk hand in hand it's very sweet and they wonder about uh this guy who's the company president and they think uh i think it's chio who says yeah i can't believe he talked to talked to hosakawa she's so intimidating like if I had randomly randomly run into her, I'd say anything to make her think I was cool. I'd I'd make up a story about being the company president. And they just immediately realize, oh, and they run up on this dude and are just like, hey, hey, um, why don't you tell us, uh, tell us about your job? You're the president, right? Hey, tell us all about it. You're the president, right? And he's like, uh, no, it was a lie. I just wanted to seem cool. And uh, wait, is it Hosokawa or Honokawa? Hosokawa. Excuse yeah, it's me. Hosokawa. I wrote down like three different ways, dude. The girl's got a long name. Uh, Hosokawa says, uh, oh, it's okay. I mean, even I fake that I'm uh, sick sometimes to get out of practice. All that really matters is the, that distance you ran when we were when I was coaching you and we worked out. Those numbers don't lie. And it's like really, it's like really sweet. And then they all end up running to class happily. Like all of them are jogging together. Even the old guys running with them. Yeah. It's just really great because... Uh, as they're running, the the gate guy, the the school gate guy, uh, is sees them running. He's like, ah, "I want to tell them no running, but they seem to be having so much fun. Who the hell is that old guy?" And he's just like, "What?" what? <laughs> it was really pretty good. good. It's really good. I really like that one. Anyway, that's two. We're on to episode three. Episode three. I think. This one might have been my favorite of the bunch of episodes. Favorite of the bunch? Yeah. All right. I don't fully remember, so I'm just going off the notes here, so maybe it'll... Episode three, part one, Bloody Butterfly Effect 2. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is a good one. 
Oh yes, this is a very, this is ridiculous. Of course you like this one, there's more jiggling. You dink. Anyway, after this first part. I don't even remember the jiggling. After this first part. Oh, okay, okay. Part, yeah. That, uh, the that first part, part is pretty fucking funny it's too, pretty great. Though. All right. So, Chio left early. She's enjoying a walk through the park on the way to school because she's got the extra time. And she spots a group of bikers and decides, oh, I'm, I'm going to go a different way to avoid these guys. And as she walks, she overhears one of them. I'm telling you, man, I ran into the real thing. She was she was incredibly tough. They call her Bloody Butterfly. And she just freaks the fuck out, hides behind a bush. She's like, what the hell? It is, in fact, the guy from before. And he tells his uh, his fellow uh, biker gang dudes about this woman who defeated him in a single blow and how he swore to her that he would give up this biker life. The others can't believe it. The demon god, Ando-san, defeated? No way. Chio, meanwhile, is losing her whole shit. She's just rolling on the ground like, oh, my fucking God. She can't. Be- she hates that they, they keep saying bloody butterfly because all of them, when he says that, they're like, bloody butterfly, bloody, bloody butterfly. Like and she's like, that's so embarrassing. It's not even a good gamer tag. Oh, my God. Um, the other bikers don't believe it. They want to see this bloody butterfly for themselves. And it must have been some trick. There's no way you could have been beaten. And then Ando, as he's trying to convince them, freezes. Because approaching from behind those bikers is Chio. And she's right there and he's like, don't, don't move. And she just steps up all smooth and confident. The others are terrified and then very confused because, dude, that's a schoolgirl. What are you talking about? Um, she tells Ando, hey, I need to talk to you alone. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, bloody butterfly. And like they step behind a nearby lavatory. They, they go behind this little bathroom. And Ando isn't sure what's up and asks, what is this? You trying to drag me into the underworld with you? Underworld with you? And she says, well, listen, here's the truth. I've, uh, and she's like, I don't know if I could do it. I've never even held a gun, much less killed a guy. And she's like, listen. And she comes clean. Time passes. We get a brief like, like a little future bit. And he's standing there. He gets it. She explains everything. How like you know it was it was all fake. She never. She's not actually from the underworld. She's not a real criminal. Blah blah. And he's pissed off, and he pins her to the wall. Like leans in, doesn't actually touch her, but leans in real close. And like you're telling me that some freaking school kid knocked me out accidentally, then convinced me that she was a real badass, and that I have to quit my gang. And she's like, uh, yeah. And he just goes. Uh, he's been made a fool of and he slams his head into the fucking wall over her and like blood starts dripping down his forehead and he just goes that's amazing and he's impressed he is thoroughly impressed he admits I I thought the name was really dumb and he says all right well I mean you definitely win and he's bleeding from his head he says all right well need to get back to the gang uh Chio's hesitant but Ando says no 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 I got a plan and so the rest of the gang is sit, uh, sitting over there, like waiting for him. Like, hey, you think he's okay? What's going on over there? All of a sudden, he runs out, falls in front of them, still bloodied from his head, and he says, "You gotta go. She's too strong. Uh, she'll kill us all." And then Chio is very slowly approaching, like with her arms out, like she's gonna do something. 
And yeah, like she's like an enemy in Metal Gear Solid or something. Yeah, dude. Like very slowly walking up all menacing, like holy she's like looking down slide. She's got the she's got the Indo Akari glare Gendo Akari glare in her fucking glasses, like looking real badass. It's fucking doofy as shit. And actual butterflies start to like fly around her and swarm and he says she's about to use her special attack uh, you have to run everyone in a kilometer radius will be killed and there and a few of them like straight up do bail but one of them refuses he's like no way i'm not leaving you ando i'm not leaving you demon god and he's like hey i said get the fuck out of here if you don't i'll kill you myself and he's like oh okay and he fucks off uh once they're finally gone chio walks over and offers Ando a handkerchief uh, to wipe his face. He starts to take it. He says, no, things will just get more complicated. And he says, I guess this is farewell, bloody butterfly. And she, like, tells him to quit calling me that. And, like, that's that's that? But then later, Manana um, asks her, hey, do you remember that girl that came to school with some biker? Called her bloody something. And she was like, eh, that sounds familiar. I don't know. And she, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And Manana says, yeah, it does sound familiar. Like, like I, when I used to play those online games, I swear I know that from somewhere. And she's just like, eh, and she like walks ahead, ignoring her. And then later, later, uh, Chio's looking up his gang. Like this is after the little like title card. Chio's go road. She's looking up his gang online and sees that, uh, he has in fact, left the gang and that his gang was called the starry night gang that's yeah, kind of cute actually and he was talking about about my name wow and that's that uh we're on to the second half this one's fucking ridiculous um the kabadik four kabadik 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 this one's ridiculous so i looked this up this is a real sport it is I didn't a real know sport about. from india yeah. i was not aware of it it it's looks like they're very, it's like they're american football it looks like it looks like the opposite of dodgeball like instead of throwing balls, yeah, you just kinda. run in and slap people. It's it's fucking comedy, goofy. comedy, 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 comedy. All right, uh, Chio's walking with Manana. Ask her to hold out her arm so she can practice her CQC. Nice Metal Gear reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manana says, "Eh, you're playing too many action games." Blah blah blah. There's no way. And then like trying to catch her off guard, Manana like goes for a goes for a punch. Chio wraps around her uh, and like pushes her up uh, like holds her like out next to a like this this like like next to the sidewalk or like she's gonna throw her into the grass and like mimes like she's got a knife to her throat and she's like damn you're pretty good <laughs> but um manana says chio uh uh should do more athletics uh you're surprisingly fit chio says no way i don't i don't want to stand out uh, uh more would be expected of me if i did that and Chio does, uh, she, and she's like, besides, I don't want to look like one of those goofy guys. And she like starts doing these quick sidesteps. Like, look how dumb this looks. And, uh, she's like doing them very quickly and very well, actually. And Manana kind of jokes. She's like, oh man, you should play Kabadi. And, uh, she, she tells her, hey, hey, do, do the thing. Say Kabadi, Kabadi, Kabadi. She goes, Kabadi, 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 Like as she's jumping back and forth, which is apparently a thing that happens in that game. Again, I haven't watched any of it. Just know that it's a real thing. Um... As this is happening, Hosokawa uh, approaches as they're laughing about it and introduces <clears throat> Kushitori Madoka. Holy shit, this girl. Uh, she's the captain of the Cool's Comedy Club. Of course. Of course she is. She overheard them and asked, hey, uh, I heard you talking about comedy. Would you, would you like me to explain the rules? And they're like, oh, 
sure because they don't want to they don't want her to realize we were making fun of comedy oh she let's just we don't want to insult her and so she says all right so she like hunches over and starts doing comedy 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 and explaining that so the way this game works is there's two sides they each have their own field uh on the uh, like basically there's a there's a full uh area which is split into two each team has one of those uh, one of those halves what are you saying do we should we get a should we get a good buddies comedy game going, go, I'd, going on? i'd fucking do it that looks dumb as hell i'd do it hell yeah but the way it works is that one person from a team when it's their turn one team sends over a raider who has to who is repeating comedy 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 uh while uh while they're in the enemy court you can only stay there as long as you can hold their breath i don't know if that's a real rule but that's the rule she's saying all right. Uh, while you're over there, you need to tag the other team members and then get back to your own side without being captured. Or that She doesn't explain all that right now. She just says you run in, tag them, run back. The captured part comes later, but this is the rules of the game. Uh, and that's that's how you do that. Raider goes to the opposing side, tags through the camp before running out of breath, and then returns to their own side. Points for each opponent tag. Geo gets it. It's like tag. It's just like playing tag. Uh, she gets it. She just doesn't care. Uh, Kushitori goes, goes on to explain that unlike tag, the defense can score as well by capturing the raider. And she it, it demonstrates this by very, very tenderly pulling Hosokawa next to her and holding her in an embrace. This yeah. girl, this girl is a like, what is it? Third year is like their final grade or whatever. She's like final grade, about to graduate or whatever. Uh, she is older, of course, because it's an anime she has gigantic breasts uh humongo uh, real real bazankas on this one mm-hmm. real real dinga de donkers on this one she's got a real pair of bazinga dingas jugs <laughs> <laughs> all right hooties oh no hooties and the blowfish yeah <laughs> you're stupid i hate you i hate you roger hoot hoots you're a it's bad a person right there you're a fucking bad person all right anyway yeah that's what's happening but yeah, she very tenderly Melons. pulls Jesus Christ, pulls Hosokawa into an embrace. Chiyo and Manana thank her for the lesson, and they try to leave, but before they can, Kushitori uh, suggests, hey, why don't we try a round? Uh, it'll be Kushitori and uh, Hosokawa versus Chiyo and Manana. And she says, uh, and they're like, uh, sure. And she goes, and if you lose, you're joining the club. What? Once the third years graduate, you're going to be short on members. You weren't... Uh, actually making fun of comedy earlier were you and they're like uh no sure we'll play so they do they play um manana is the first raider she approaches cautiously and kushitori just tackles the ever-loving fuck out of her uh manana's out only chio is left now hosakawa is next she runs in and chio just dodges everything if she gets touched she's out so she does not even try like she said she thinks to herself well if i try to capture her i could get tagged and then she could just run away so it's better for her to just for just her to just stay away uh and she's understanding the depth of this game oh i mean i really get it and like as this is happening hosakawa is like chasing her around she does like a like a slide slide like she's drifting as she tries to like run at her as she does her skirt blows up big old panty shot uh like other girl kushitori is just like yeah it's great form <clears throat> really great form uh but chio imagines like she's understanding the game she's understanding the depth of the game and like you know normally you want to capture but there's only one person bad idea to go in for it she's like actually this is this is pretty good and she thinks about i could actually join nah i don't want the responsibility hosokawa runs out of beth 
and she runs back. Uh, and uh, we get another bit with uh, uh, Kushitori, who's like, ah, this girl has moves. Chio's turn. She is the raider. She needs to run in, tag them, get out. She turns on her game brain. Of course she does. And she imagines, all right, I have a special power that if I touch people, I turn them into bombs. So I need to touch and go. That's how I'm going to win. Kushitori sees that ah, she's different. She's up to something. But as she's run, as uh, Chio runs in, Kushitori manages to grab her arm. Hosokawa goes for the tackle. Chio ducks her, slips between Hosokawa's legs. Oh my God. Bring, uh, and Kushitori has still got a grip on Chio. As she does so, she jumps back up, brings Kushitori's arm under between, between Hosokawa's skirt and then pulls her arm up so that her bicep is right in Hosokawa's crotch. Chiyo breaks the hold, tags him, leaves them both confused, awkward, and tagged, and there, in her mind, of course, is a huge explosion from behind her as she cool girl walks away from him. Because, you know, cool girls don't look at explosions. Okay. She won. Absolutely ridiculous. And mission complete. We get the screen here. Kushitori is still all up in Hosokawa's skirt, she said she asked Chio, how how did you make those moves? And Chio says, well, I saw how you kept looking, uh, how you looked when you tackled Manana and how you kept staring at Hosokawa's skirt when she was the raider. I knew could only uh, she, that you wait. I knew that if I could get you the two of you in a compromising position, you wouldn't <clears throat> give it up. You like wrestling with girls more than Kabaddi. She's like, no, no, nothing moves my heart as much as Kabaddi. And why don't you untangle your arm and have another match and she starts to she starts to like the whole time hosakawa sitting there like uh, uh, um like, yeah as all, you probably would all freaked out because this girl is like literally the way they are hosakawa standing this girl is knelt in front of her with her arm going between her legs up and her hand resting on her back so her arm and face are like right up in this girl's crotch it's a very compromising position as as chio pointed out Oh my god. Um, and she says, well, why don't you untangle your arm and let's have another match? And she starts to... But she can't. She just straight up gross gropes Hosakawa's butt. It's just full on what the fuck. I wrote down what the fuck. Uh, and <laughs> she can't do it. She's like so horny it's for this girl. It's that meta shit, dude. She's ho so horny for this girl. No, she's just horny for that girl. She's, she's literally an evil lesbian. Like that's the character we have here. She's the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, just trope city, bitch. Trope, trope city, bitch. All right. Um, as they walk, she apologizes and admit that she isn't the kabadist she thought she was. Uh, Manana asks uh, how she can get her boobs as big as Kushitori's because <laughs> she's got big, big old breasts. And she says, "Well, actually." You know, Kabaddi incorporates a lot of yoga into the game, and I only got like this after I started playing. And then her and Hosokawa continue walking to school. Chio and Manana hang back for a bit. And then, like, as as they approach school, uh, the gatekeeper guy looks and sees both of them just doing their sidesteps. Kabaddi, 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 Kabaddi. Because now yeah. they're, trying, they're trying to get them big old tibbies. Them tig old bitties. All right. Well... Fun. Meanwhile, Kushitori just can't stop thinking about Hosokawa's butt. 
And that's the episode. Holy shit, Great episode. Dude. It, was, it was really funny. How absolutely absurd. It was It was fine. You didn't get any chuckles, dude? It, it was you know, It was pretty fine. I, had a, I did have a full-on holy shit, like when Homegirl was straight up just groping her. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is this show. What is going on here? I don't know, man. It was, it was, yeah, okay. It was chuckle worthy, dude. It was good. I liked it. It was, it was kind of fucked up how freaked out like Osakawa was the whole time because you just like, it's really bad. I felt really bad for anyway. Episode four. Episode four. Also, really good episode. The first half of this one, I was kind of like, eh, but uh, yeah, it gets oh the first the first third of it. I was like, man, the first the first two a whole lot. All right, well, first one. Uh, smoke on the sailor. What does that even mean? I mean, smoke on the sailor. Smoke Sailors. on the sailor. A fire, fire, fire in the sky. All right. <laughs> um, I I mean, I've heard the term "smoke like a sailor." Sure. All right. I and mean, smoke on a sailor. That yeah, I don't mean. know why it's. Smoke I mean, on a mistranslation. Sailor. Who gives a shit? Anyway, Chio and Manana. They're walking along. <laughs> Manana asks. If Chio has anything she wants to do before she dies. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And Manana says, well, like, for example, I want to, you know, have a foreigner come up to me and ask me for direction. And then I tell him I help him out. But, you know, I, I don't speak the language, but I kind of, you know, we, we get by with, uh, you know, movements, body language and whatnot. And one thing leads to another. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and Chio's just like, what in the fuck? Uh, Chio says, well... I want to, when someone throws their cigarette out of their car window, I want to pick it up and flick it back at them. You ever want to do something like that? And tell them, you dropped something. (laughs) No, I've never, I mean, sure, that would be cool, I guess. Would you do it? It depends. I wouldn't do it in, here's the thing, here's the thing, is like, it's all about that anonymity. So if I'm like in Dallas or something, and I know I'm never going to see these people again, hell yeah, like who gives a fuck? If I happen to be on the street somewhere. Do you run after you do it? No, I would just do it, and then if they want to start some shit, I'd just be like, all right, bye, and then I'd run. (laughs) Like if they get out of their car, (laughs) get back, I'd like duck down an alley or something. But like in town, like if I was walk, if I just walked out of True Love or something, and I was downtown, and I saw somebody do that, maybe. Because I'd have some deep drinks in me. But like normal circumstance, I'd probably be like, hey, you're a dick. And just keep walking. I'd probably like stomp it out, throw it in the trash or something. Dude, there was... Holy shit. Here's a quick story. This has nothing to do with anything. There was a fucking lady who followed... She was walking out of Target. And she followed a couple couple who was walking into Target back into the store and is just yelling at them. Apparently because the lady of the couple... Uh, did not properly dispose of her cigarette. She dropped it on the ground. And she felt it was necessary and the right thing to do to follow this woman back in and just yell at her and say, how dare you? You're literally, you're literally, what's happening to this country? She said at one point, and I'm just standing there on my, I'm like sitting there at the little cafe on my, on my freaking 15 minute break, like drinking my LaCroix, like what in the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it's fucking great. Uh, the real more white devils. Yeah, of course it was a white lady. Yeah, Yeah. of course it was. Uh, I'm white. I know these things. (laughs) Oh man, she did. She did have that haircut. She did look like the type. Bob cut. She did have the. She did look like she would be at the service desk, being like, "I was told by Apple Care," like one of those. Anyway, 
that's enough shitting on this random white lady. I don't know. But yeah, she really did start some shit. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, dispose of your yeah, cigarettes properly. Your cigarettes, but also, you know, put it in the kitty litter. It's not, Target is, probably has places out there for them, too. They definitely do. But also, like, do you really think it's your fucking lot in life? That's the hill you want to die on is to run back into the store to yell at some couple you don't fucking know, you crazy yeah. lady. That's not right to call that her just crazy. Makes you, that, I mean, that makes you look like a crazy lady. Yeah, it was weird. Or a crazy guy if you're a dude that does it. Yeah, just don't be an asshole. I don't give a fuck who you are. Don't do that shit. I mean, obviously they were wrong for throwing it down, but you're you're the one who... That's call, the thing. Call what the was police. The, that, was, that was something. I don't remember what it was. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but there was a quote or something I saw on something, some movie I was watching that was like, uh, never, never run after someone who steals your clothes because you look like the crazy person or something like that because mm-hmm. like they're dressed and just walking you're the one running after him going you motherfucker like yeah i don't know where i saw that i'll, I'll have to think about it but yeah I, I i saw that somewhere and i was like yeah that's good advice you gotta you gotta like chill out man anyway that has nothing to do with this fucking amine except that it was about cigarettes anyway <laughs> Chio, that's what she wants to do. She wants to be a badass and throw someone's cigarette back into their car window. So as they're having this conversation and walking, they actually spot a woman who is on the phone in her car. She tosses a cigarette out of her window. Chio runs for it. This is her moment. Manon's like, this is a chance. Chio runs for it, grabs it out of the fucking air, dives for it. And as she does so, slams shoulder first right into the sign. Oh, shoulder first into the ring post. Yeah, one of those. Like, Mm -hmm. exactly how she does it. Right into this freaking signpost. Uh, The woman then drives off before she can even get up. And Chio gets up. She's like, oh, fuck. Like, she's really actually hurt. Like, you could have snapped your fucking collarbone, girl. Yeah. That's not cool. But, uh, yeah, she does one of those. Uh, they keep walking, and she was like, so, hey, should I just throw this out or what? Because she's still holding the cigarette. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, and she, and, uh, she says, actually, she actually thinks that smoking is cool. Oh, boy. One of these. Smoking's not cool. Nor it's is not cool, but nor, it does make you look cooler. Nor is vaping. Neither of them. Nope. Neither of them are cool. They're both they're both douchey, terrible things. I smoked for years, and now you vape. Yeah, and you know, that's also it. dangerous. Oh uh, God, I've Meh. heard the commercials. Meh. Yeah. If I didn't shake so goddamn bad, <laughs> you gotta get off it, bro. I don't. I don't do you it. Gotta like, wean yourself. I don't off go of like it. crazy out in public or anything. You gotta wean it. yourself. My friends off see of it, me man. do it, and that's that's about it. <laughs> if I'm on the streets, man, people ain't seeing that robot dick. You're a monster. Anyway. Uh, they keep walking. She thinks uh, they think they think smoking is cool, and so they go into an alleyway. It does make you look cooler. Stop! Don't tell the children that. There's no way any children are listening to this. And yeah, if man, they are, we've already dropped f bombs and all sorts of crazy things. Man, if there jiggling, are kids listening to this, you got titties. bigger problems, man. White devils. All right. Well, let's continue. This is 18 plus. <laughs> they get into an alleyway and they have a. But brief, you can stay if you want. They to. have a photo shoot where <laughs> Chio has the cigarette and she's pretending to smoke. She's doing all these ridiculous poses. Chio can't believe she looks so cool. Manana can't believe she's letting her take all these scandalous photos. Uh, Chio wants Manana to try it. She doesn't want to. She eventually uh, does end up taking one, but it is ruined by a stray cat that is straight up barfing in the background of the picture. It's hilarious. <laughs> ha ha ha. Very <laughs> funny. All right. They decide to keep the cigarette to take more pictures later, but as they head into school, gate guy stops everyone, holds out his kendo stick. I smell tobacco. Whoa. It's like, it's like somebody opened a bag of corn chips in there. Corn nuts. <laughs> corn nuts. That's what it was. 
Sorry, Roger told me a fun story about a teacher who someone opened a pack of corn nuts in the back of the room and he and was he like, "And he sniped them. He sniped them. Who's got corn nuts? Mr. Finch, give me them corn nuts." <laughs> he, he like Called really smelled him, dude. Called him out. That's amazing. Sniped him with those freaking corners. And this guy straight up snipes Chio because he smells tobacco. And he walks around student to student. No, it's not you. No, not you either. And he gets stops to Chio. It's you. And she just says, yes, it's me. And she shows him the cigarette. Says, I, I picked it up. Someone threw it out the window. And he just goes, well done. I'll dispose of this. And he's And she's like, wait, you don't think I smoked it? And he says, well, no. I mean, there's lipstick on the filter. Uh, you're not wearing lipstick, of course. Uh, it's also a strong uh, brand. It's unlikely that someone like you could handle it. And Gio is insulted. Oh, I, I, oh, I, I, hey, hey, I could have smoked it. I'm, I'm a real bad girl. And just everyone is just laughing their ass off at her. Manana can't believe what she's hearing. Uh, Chio's like super embarrassed. She actually tries to snag Manana's fo- phone to show him the pictures, but she stops her. And it's, that was just a fun scene. I I, I did like the end of that one. The first path was like, you know, you're just taking pictures with a cigarette. This and Manana's, Manana's picture was pretty funny. Yeah. The, with a cat it was, barfing. It was, it was just straight up cat, Just straight up, straight up barfing in the back. Just background. honking. Straight up honking. Anyway, uh, next half, fucking next rats. third, next third of this episode is taking the cherry blossom in your hand. Is that a euphemism? It sounds like a euphemism. That's what I've been trying to figure out this whole damn time. It's got to mean something. Anyway, uh, career survey. Chio doesn't get why they're asking first years to, to, to pick what jobs they want for this career survey. Manana says, uh, well, I want to be a teacher. Why do you want to be a teacher? Well, you know, hopes of getting brownie points mostly with the other teachers. Uh, and they disagree over whether jobs could actually be fun. Manana says there's no way jobs can be fun. She was like, well, jobs could be fun. And Manana says, all right, fine. Tell you what, we take the first adult we see and we ask them, is their job fun or not? And loser gets a hundred, uh, user, loser has to pay a hundred yen to the rent winner. Which is like what? Not even a dollar, right? Yeah. Not even a dollar. It's like 90 cents. All right. So they come across a guy in a jumpsuit crying about how how, how much he wants to quit, quit his job. Manana gets a quick smirk on her face and she runs over and says, hey, sir, how are you doing? Chio immediately, when he takes his hands out of his face, realizes, oh, shit, it's Ando, the, the <laughs> former biker. Uh, he's a complete mess of a paper delivery boy, but when he notices Chio, he straightens up and <clears throat> starts acting all cool. Well, that's just not the job for me. I'll, I'll probably just burn the rest of these papers and quit. You know what I'm saying? And Chio's like, no, no, you can't. You finally started working. You can't quit now. And he's like, whoa, whoa. He can't believe that she's offering to help. And, uh, he, he, she does in fact offer to help and she grabs the rest of the papers and he's like, all right, well, let's go. Um, they split up. The girls decide since it's so late, they're just going to hand the papers directly to the customers. And Manana goes first. A middle-aged woman answers the door, knocks the paper straight to the ground out of out of Manana's hand when she tries to hand it to her, uh, saying, I already saw this story on the news earlier, like looking at the cover story. And Manana picks it back up to hand it to her. And the customer just grabs it, snatches it out of her hand, tosses it inside behind her, and then cl- slams the door in her face. And Manana's just like, I fucking hate this shit. And she's just like leaning against the against the wall, all bummed out. Chio tries. A little old lady, an adorable little old lady, takes the paper from her, rolls it up, and then just like bzz, 
just rope burns it into her nose, just just rubs it into her nose, uh, and then smacks her with it. And the girls are just completely broken. They're like, what the fuck? Like, Ando rolls up, uh... And explains, oh man, uh, these guys are these guys are from a different generation, from the Showa era. In fact, he says they're real sticklers about the news and having it early. It's it's just the older crowd, man. He explains that he was, and they they're like, well, it's your fault. Why were you so late? Manana says it's your fault. Why were you so late? And he's he explains, well, there's this cop. He stopped me and was questioning about like some kind of tax or trouble in the area. I got mad. You see a brief flashback where he's like, I didn't have shit to do with it. Like. He's like really bummed out that the cop is accosting him, but I mean, he still looks like kind of a thug even with his, you know, jumpsuit on. And he's really bummed out. Like it's hard for him to even work because, you know, this stuff keeps happening. And Chio says, no, you got to keep trying. We're going to, we're going to do this. And Manana looks at him. She's like, what? Why is she so, why is she being such a cheerleader? Like she's kind of suspicious of her, uh, of Chio's exuberance, shall we say. Uh, Ando leads them to the next place. This customer is apparently a real hard ass and he waits out front when the paper is late. He's actually on the second floor of these little like like complex kind of thing standing there. So it's like, you know, two two rows of apartments or whatever, a stairway on the far end leading up to the second floor. He is at the end of that set of that floor opposite the staircase, uh, not the very end, but like close to like second house from the end, just standing there like staring at the stairs like in, in like a in like a tank top and shorts, I think, just staring at the stairs like that fucker. Yeah, he thinks he's always late. Bloody bloody blah. Like he's a real, he's really worked up about this. Um, and it's like, and Ando's just like, oh god, oh I can't, I oh I can't deal with this guy. And Manana and Chio, they're like, hey, no way, I've got a plan. So he's on the second floor watching the stairs. Manana runs over to the opposite end, like behind this guy's back. And stands there. Chio runs over. She Manana boosts her up. She jumps, creeps behind him, and slips the paper into his mail slot uh, when he sneezes. He actually standing there. She's like, that's going to make noise. And then he's like, Hachoo! and she like pops it in real quick so he didn't hear it. And then she starts to inch back, knocks over an umbrella. And she, it, as it's falling, she's like, nope, got to move. And she like sprints back to the other back to the end away uh, away from this guy behind his back before the umbrella falls jumps clean off of the balcony ando gets to her just in time catches her it's fucking perfect they perfect. nailed it and he's like you're amazing and they spin and laugh and uh they they hear the guy say what my damn paper's right here in the mail slot oh and like he's he's all upset they can't uh, they, they can't uh, ando can't believe that they managed to pull it off and manana's just watching this like uh, she's like concerned, like what's going on with these two? Uh, finally they deliver the final paper to a drop box. No fuss, no muss. Just put it in. We're done. Ando takes Chio by the arm and thanks her. And he, and she clasps his hand and says, Hey, we, we really got it done today, huh? And he's like, yeah. So your job, it's pretty fun, right? And he's like, yeah. And, uh, he's like, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Thanks. It's like really nice, tender moment. No, it's adorable. Uh, Manana is proper weirded out at this point. She's just like, what in the fuck is going on here? So she breaks them up, pulls Chio out the door. We got to get to school. And as they walk, Manana starts to ask her about that guy, like what something's going on with you two. And Chio just cuts her off and has the most goofy grin on her face. And she says, 100 yen, please. 
she's like, what? What? My hundred yen, please. And Manana realizes it wasn't romance. She didn't have any feelings for this guy. She just wanted to make sure he had fun doing his job so she could win the bet. And there's a brief shot then. It cuts back to Ando uh, as he's leaving that uh, Dropbox, remembering Chio and thinking, wow. She's such a good girl. Cut to cut back to Manana, who is just sitting there pissed while Chio makes this goofy face at her going, hundred yen, hundred yen. Like she's doing, it's all cartoony. Like mm-hmm. she's wiggling her tongue and everything. It's fucking great. And that's that part of the episode. On to part three. Part three. Manana's school road. Yeah, this one's pretty weird. Uh, It's okay. Manana, it's a, it's a short one too, relatively. Uh, Manana asks Chio about how she met Hoskawa and explains, well, and Chio explains the whole story about how she thought someone was behind her. She like did a full on dive into the trash and whatnot. And Manana says, wow, you should have just used the expression that looks like you aren't greeting someone, but you actually are. She's like, what do you, what do you mean? And as they're walking, a girl ahead of them waves back and it's the exact same situation that Chio was in. Manana realizing it's her moment does the expression she looks like a fucking fish it's like a it's like a tamagotchi yeah she's got these she look like she's got these tamagotchi lips she's got these goofy like giant goofy eyes and her lips are slightly pursed she's doing a little like a little kind of a kissy face a little bit it's really goofy looking she's like "Mm? Mm?" it's kind of like duck face she's kind of doing a duck face um and chio sees this yeah eyes wide eyebrows up a look of either surprise or happiness it's hard to place it exactly lips are slightly pursed she's either smiling or saying hi and chio is very impressed uh wow i can't believe it this this is the expression that looks like you aren't greeting someone but you actually are and (laughs) the the other girl sees this who was waving runs over and is like hey are, are you okay you look sick are you all right? And then Manana like, uh, that realizing, Oh, I've fucked this up. She falls over, fakes that her stomach is in fact hurting and just like starts rolling on the ground. Oh, it hurts so bad. And then a crowd is gathering. Chio just kind of fades back and fucking bails. (laughs) Uh, that's the whole thing. What the fuck with that? Yeah. It was real goofy. No, no, it was great. It was real short, real goofy. I feel like they just kind of like, hey, we got to move. We got to we gotta fill out this episode. We can't stretch it anymore. And just throw on that weird fish face thing. But yeah, that's that's episode four. We got through the whole thing. Great job, everybody. Oh, man. This show, I don't know, man. It's pretty funny. It's also like pretty fucking goofy. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do want to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the rest of it. It's got some good laughs in there. It's got some good laughs in there. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for these four episodes. Next week, we'll cover the next four, yes? Yeah, five through eight is what we're going through next week. Break it down again. Uh, Chio's School Road. And a reminder, like, we're, so we're going to finish out this series. These four, The mm-hmm. next four episodes, the four after that, once we're done with this <clears> series, we are going to switch things up a little bit. You want to go into detail on that, big boy? Um, I still haven't kind of fleshed it out. I still, we're kind of figuring it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm still figuring it out a little bit. Probably, probably next week's episode, I'll, I'll have some more details to start giving people. Yeah, man, we're just gonna it's, not it's gonna to keep be, it, not to make it like a mystery or anything. It's basically it's gonna be really like it's it's this week. I've started having some ideas of moving things around, so they're not very fleshed out yet. Yeah, but it's gonna be more or less review centered. Yeah, it, we're gonna it's gonna be more about reviewing, less about like breaking down the entire series. Cause yeah, and like that's the thing is it, it's if gonna I, get us if through I can, a lot more series quicker. Yeah, if I may, I'm like. So I know that like a couple people actually are into like breaking down every little thing. Uh, I th- it was never supposed to be like that. It's just kind of what we fell yeah. into because it was like the easiest way to get through the episodes. But like, 
I don't know. Uh, particularly with this last one, it's I'm kind of tired of taking all these fucking notes. Yeah. Like, it got to the point where it's less like, oh, I get to watch Which this show. Which is convenient, because Brandon never mentioned that to me. Yeah. I just, you know, like, I guess I could somewhat, I was I mean, like, I man, it's got to suck to take all them I don't notes. mind doing it, really. It's like spark notes. It, I, I really don't mind doing it. It's just that, like, this last time in particular was less like, oh, I get to watch this show, and more like, oh, I got to do my homework. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, I mean, I, I'm... I'm starting to hate, but anime. now we now we kind of have we have kind of have a grasp, but you know how to get some decent quality out of our stuff, how to um, you know go through an episode and and not not really stop it. We can we can go through it and keep everything very consistent, which I think w- is good practice for what we're about to do. I think we're about to do something better. Yeah, and, and I I'm going to try to lighten up the notes on the rest of this series anyway, just to nice. Yeah, kind of chill out a little bit. And so, so the format, the audio stuff will have, you know, like what have you been watching and stuff like that. That'll go towards the end of the episodes. Mm -hmm. So the audio stuff will have all that good stuff. And I might break it up into like a separate, a separate thing for YouTube or something. But the YouTube version of it will be the core of the review, and it's 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 going to be able to have more than just a static image, more than just our logo up there. We'll have we'll have images of the show going on, video from the show, yeah. We might have a we might have some music in the background or something like that. Something it, it'll be a little more edit intensive, but it'll be shorter, so I can't so edit not as more. Bad. But if you listen to the audio, you'll still have a good meaty podcast. So basically, what you're saying is you're gonna take some of the pressure off me with the notes and put it on yourself with the editing. I actually I still don't <laughs> think it's gonna be I mean that much pressure. Yeah, because I've got the other stuff down really well to where I have a little bit of time that I can work on the stuff, and if if I can work on it, then why not work on it and make sure. it better? So, um, we we've got some you know good results with the anime podcast as it is, and like I said in the the beginning of the episode, it's you know we might come back and do some more of these later on, some more full breakdowns like that, if especially if that's what people really really like and they're like I think the way stop them reviews right I now. I think what might be good is like if we're doing like a a longer form series or something, maybe we do those like when we like when MHA comes back and we're just doing like these three episodes. Yeah, or I figure we'll probably do something different we'll for MHA. Like, yeah, we'll probably do like bigger breakdowns on those. Yeah, just because like I mean that's a yeah you kind of have to. Yeah, it's good shit. And but, those um, don't tend to be all that expensive. But yeah, anyway. we'll, we'll have more details with it later. There's going to be more. We got to mix it up a little bit. And if you hate it, well, tell us so. Yeah. Fuckers never send us messages anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling you out, good buddies, <laughs> universe. Wow. You bunch of assholes. No, I love you guys. Um, But you yeah, I mean. My good buddy Clayton, my good buddy Allie. Oh, I love my good buddies Allie and Clayton. And my good buddy Christy. Yeah. And, and Christy. And all our good buddies. And uh, level two judge, good buddy. Yeah, man. Shout out to all them good buddies. He's real tired of being a judge. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's real tired of Wizards of the Coast. He's real tired of shit. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's about it. Do we have any questions? We do not. We do not have any questions. So, you got anything you want to talk about, bud? Uh, no, not really. Just, uh, we... I kind of wanted to talk about the stuff going forward. And I'm glad we got a little more of it out of the way. It is 11.32 right now. Dude, you want to watch the first episode of that show I was talking about? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> let's check it out after this. Okay, okay. All right, well, so let's get through these plugs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, so that's it for this episode. Again, coming back next week, we will watch the next five, uh, next four episodes, five through eight of Chio School Row. We're going to be breaking those down, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, in the meantime, though, if y'all have any questions, you can, of course, hit us up at our Gmail, thegoodbuddiesanimepod at gmail.com. Already mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. That's the main place to send us questions, concerns, uh, not concerns. I don't want your concerns. I guess we want your concerns. Yeah. Sure. You I got I'm, a thought. 
lots into it. I'm so used to say if you have any questions or concerns at my job that that just kind of slipped in. But if you got any questions, uh, recommendations, any comments on the show, you know, thoughts about what we can do. If for, you want to uh, tell us how garbage that dog is, that no one can hear the fucking dog. Chill out. <sighs> Yeah, the neighbor's oh. dog is, like, bar- borking his ass off right now. But anyway, that's a place to send to us. But again, any of these places I'm about to mention, you can send us a comment, question, whatever. So that is thegoodbuddiesanimepod at gmail.com. We also have the Good Buddies Facebook group, The Good Buddies Universe. We also have the Twitter, TGB underscore AnimePod. We also have the Tumblr, thegoodbuddies.tumblr.com. And pretty much anywhere you can leave us a comment, be it on any of the many uh, places you can find the podcast. That's uh, iTunes, uh, Podcast Addict is what I use, Stitcher, we're on there. We're not on Spotify because, you know, whatever. Um, But any of those places or on the YouTube where you may be uh, listening slash watching this right now. That's uh, Rapid Kick Media on YouTube. Any of those places, if you leave us a comment on the video or episode, we will try to get back to you. We'll check them out, see what's going on. Um, and as I always say, yes, all of those different good buddies places have different names. You'll figure it out. You're a smart kid. Anyway, um, but from there, we do want to go on to talk about all our good buddies whose wonderful art have contributed to mm-hmm. the making and ma- modeling of this show. Specifically, I want to give a shout out to our good buddies, Married with Sea Monsters, aka the Mary Janes. For Don't want to be your paper doll. It's so good, bro. It's so fucking good. Uh, want to give a shout out to them for the use of our opening theme song, A Paper Doll. You can find them on Spotify because they're so damn cool. But that song and many of their others are only available on marriedwithcmonsters.bandcamp.com. Check them out. Most of them are free to download. Uh, I suggest you throw them a couple bucks because they're so damn good. But we also want to give a shout out to our good buddy, Petty Theft. Uh, uh, keep it going. Yo. Petty theft in this motherfucker. Uh, uh, okay. I'm not doing that. Uh, that is how you pronounce it, though. Two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Petty theft. That was kind of a that was kind of a country rhythm. All right, this is awful. This can't be the show. Um, killing it, dude. Anyway, you guys uh, want to know why we need a change? Petty theft. <laughs> Is a, is on SoundCloud and Twitter. Uh, hit them up. Check out their stuff. Some good stuff. We are still calling that one Sweet Anime Dreams. Oh, it's so mm-hmm. good. But uh, check them out. And I think that's it for the plugs. Roger, who's taking yeah, us man. out? Uh, I think we can. I think we can both take us out. What? Yeah, dude. I think we should do a, a comedy on three. Oh God. <laughs> are we doing just one big comedy? Yeah, comedy, 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 comedy. Kabadi, kabadi, kabadi. Like yeah. one of, okay. Well, yeah. we'll figure Sounds it good. out. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll wing it. We'll wing it. This is going to be awful. I'm sorry for what you're about to experience. But from all of us at the Good Bunnies Universe, I'm your good buddy, Brandon. And I'm your good buddy, Roger. Kabadi, 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 kabadi,